welcome to your self-love sanctuary. Sessions to bring you home wherever you are. This podcast is best listened to in a cozy environment. Relax, unwind, and listen in. This is your time to just be. This week, I have a very special guest. Steph Sunshine is a holistic health, business, and life coach with a passion for earth medicine, moon rhythms, womb magic, and empowering wild womanhood. She is on a soul mission to support the great return to our hearts, our bodies, roots, and conscious connection to Mother Earth. Welcome, Steph. Thanks for welcoming me here in this space to share with you. The only way it could be better is if we were sipping on this dandelion tea right now. It has like chaga, ashwagandha, what other things in it? Cinnamon, dandelion, burdock, ginger, and fennel. And when you brew it up, you add a little bit of maple syrup, a little bit of oat milk, mm. and it tastes like a cinnamon bun in a cup. And while I have you here, and since you are a herbalist as well, can you talk a little bit about chaga and ashwagandha to just give us a little feel of why we should be incorporating this in our routines? Chaga is just an all-around medicine. It's so supportive to the whole body. Um, really helps our immune systems, our brain function, our blood sugar levels, our heart, like every whole general body tonic. So to be drinking it on a regular basis really just helps us stay grounded. Also when we work with roots and mushrooms and fungus, it helps recalibrate us back to our rooted earthly DNA. And then ashwagandha is the king of Ayurvedic herbs. So it's an adaptogen, which means it allows our body to adapt to any sort of changes or stress. And again, also a general body tonic, so works on the whole system. Just a very, very supporting plant medicines. Beautiful. I know I personally have been on the journey of taking care of myself like the divine wants me to take care of myself so this is beautiful information to have and thank you for that what do you think you'd like to share today the intention that is most alive within me lately is to support people in quieting down the mass narrative and the noise of our world that drags us down and makes us feel heavy and disconnected from our bodies and our hearts and our own inner truth. And to help us remember that there is always going to be contrast, but we have the power within us to choose and create how much beauty and love and magic is in our own personal realities. We always have that choice. 
And I want to help us come back to that and remember that no matter how ugly things are, there is always just as much, if not more, beauty and love in this world. We just have to choose to look in that direction instead. It's a very beautiful intention. Earth medicine, moon rhythms, womb magic, wild womanhood, all of these things play a part in that. What would be the first touch point you'd love to touch on that would help people remember exactly that, exactly that intention that you set today? Let's do a little thing. Okay. So I welcome you as well as our listeners to close your eyes and take a deep breath. Feel into your body with that breath, where the air lands within you. Tuning into the field around you, your own energetic field, just trying to sense how far you are letting it expand. Are you letting it touch on things so far beyond your own life? Are you keeping it safe within your own home and space? As you breathe, see your energetic field snuggling up around you, coming in closer and closer, sealing yourself in your favorite color so that for this moment and any moment you choose to come back to this, you can be present in your own body and your own experience and choose what you let into this field. And I think that's really what it is, is coming back to ourselves, to our own bodies and our hearts, our breath, our sensations, the things that really make us human. Everything else around that we let our energetic field seep out into is distractions and can be very depleting if we're not conscious of how we're letting our energy flood out. So coming back to ourselves every morning, every night, periodically throughout the day to be aware of what we're letting into our field. Because what exists in our field is also what we're putting out. And what we put out is what we get back. It's being very conscious of our inner connection, I think is the very first place to start in this. That was both comforting and powerful. You're my kind of woman, seriously. The moon, that's a great place to connect. Let's talk about moon rhythms and your knowledge on that. A lot of people are very connected to the moon, some more than others. And for me personally, I've always been very connected with the moon. But until I was into my mid-twenties and started to work with First Nations traditions, I didn't have any sort of teaching as to my connection with the moon. 
and why we go through these waves within us. And so most of my life I spent being a highly emotional person and very misunderstood to the point that, you know, my parents would send me to therapists and, you know, try and put me on antidepressants and different medications to numb my emotions because they were seen as unhealthy or unnatural or, you know, that I was unwell. But I wasn't. I was just connected to the moon rhythms and those waves that come in and out through us. And our emotions are our superpowers. We, we learn in those waves. We learn in the low times and the dark times and we get to expand and blossom and grow in the high times. And every part of that serves us so fully. So when we come into the conscious awareness of how we flow with the moon above us as well as our own inner moon rhythms and our menstrual cycles then we can feel more empowered in our emotions and safer with how we're feeling and understand that it all serves a purpose and when we know that our hard times serve a purpose they don't feel so hard and we can embrace them and move through them with more softness and more self-compassion and we grow so much more expansively every moon cycle when we get to embrace those rhythms. I am a highly sensitive person and I don't know about you but growing up I did feel like the purple sheep of the family so I'm hearing that in your words as well I mean to the point that you were sent to therapists because of your emotions I wasn't sent to therapists, but I was always like getting comments like, oh, Stephanie, you're so emotional, or you're so much like your Aunt Helen, and she's so emotional. And I mean, as a kid, they may not be meaning it in a, a disrespectful way or a way that hurts you, but you always feel different and you feel like you need to dim your emotions. And I too have understood and really took ownership lately of my emotions and I mean that happened a few years ago when I also got into the moon and my moon sign which is in cancer I am an emotional being my Mars is in cancer I am an emotional decision maker I do not want to change this I want to honor and embrace this and so to hear you speak of how you were treated like you had a problem and now to see you shining so brightly as the sun owning and honoring who Stephanie is Stephanie sunshine that's just so beautiful and that's a message that I felt chills when you spoke to me so thank you so much for sharing that with my community What's your moon sign? I'm curious. My moon sign is Sagittarius. Okay. Sun sign is Aquarius. Okay. Which is appropriate for yes. the age that we're in. And rising is Virgo. I'm also a Virgo rising. Nice. <laughs> Feels nice to just like surround yourself by like-minded people. So if you are somebody who is a empath or a highly sensitive person, own that and you find 
you attract. You attract who you are. As an empath, the practice that we started with, being aware of our field, bringing it back to ourselves and sealing ourselves in our favorite color, that can protect us. We need to protect ourselves as empaths and sensitive people. Otherwise, we're taking on the entire world. Yes. And we can't take on the entire world. We're here to live our own lives. And there's always going to be things that can, that can drag us down. So if we're conscious of our field and we come back to that and protect ourselves, then as empaths, we can stay more resilient and vital and shine our lights a lot better to be sensitive so this word was always thrown at me you're so sensitive as though it was a weakness and like a yeah a weakness to have so then I ended up feeling weak because of that but let's change the word sensitive to attuned We are attuned to the world around us, the things in our body, and our body is attuned to what it doesn't want, and it's communicating to us. This sensitivity is a freaking superpower. So when we can own that and stand up for that, then we can see that we are superhuman. We are. And we're here to do some major work. Yeah. Just by being grounded and radiating who we truly are Mm -hmm. and feeling it all feeling it all yeah that's the human experience as a sensitive person you may even be sensitive to noises around you I know I am I lived in a home that was right on the side of a highway I could not I could not get over the sounds oh yeah I tried with wind chimes I tried with fountains I couldn't get over it Yeah, absolutely. There was a time in my life when I had to unplug the TV every night just for me to sleep because the buzzing of just it being plugged in would would get to me. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes we wonder, are we even from this earth? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just tap into our moon cycles a little bit more. So this is one of my greatest passions and one of the things that has really helped me evolve and become more comfortable in who I was because again, as, as women, we are not taught how to honor our menstrual cycles. I have a lot of different information. You can find it on Instagram and my website and all kinds of places of how to connect with the rhythms of your menstrual cycle. And I'm telling you, it is absolutely life-changing to understand the intention and the energy behind each phase so that we can actually harness the power in our menstrual cycle and really step into this power of being a woman. Do you believe that when you, it is your time, when you're going through that, it's great to be alone if you can? The premenstrual phase is when we go into the underworld where we start to go down like down deep into the soils where all of our like darkness and emotions and fears and if you've ever seen like the movie Hercules where he goes down into the underworld and all these spirits are like reaching up and grabbing at his legs and his arms and trying to pull him down and he's like shaking them off and they're just they're scared and they're terrified right that's what's happening with us we're getting our shadows 
reaching up and telling us our fears and our frustrations and most of the time we're pushing them away and burying them down even further and trying to run our way out of the underworld so these emotions end up being expressed in other ways because we're neglecting the medicine behind it wow so yeah if we actually take the time to settle in to be with ourselves and to acknowledge what's actually coming through us instead of putting it onto the people around us and blaming anything external to us always coming back to ourselves and we are meant to be in our own cave in our womb temples nurturing ourselves and that's why so many people get frustrated with the people that live in their household at that time because yes we are meant to be in pure darkness quiet solitude stillness on our own being nurtured and nourished by ourselves maybe that's why our bodies sometimes give us cramps because it's a great excuse to say to the household i'm going in my cave a very huge reason yes so any listeners out there if you need an excuse life already gave you one yeah embrace it Mm -hmm. yeah that was beautiful thank you i feel very awakened just by that conversation alone you bring a lot of authentic truth to the conversation it's it's beautiful This practice that I'm about to lead us through, we can use for any sort of answer. If there's any sort of discomfort in our body, whether we're dealing with an ailment, or especially if we're having cramps or discomforts during our period, or something that triggers us comes up, we can use this practice to dive in and find out why. When we find that awareness, we can help ourselves move through that and heal and release. Everyone has a womb space. Obviously, the feminine has a physical womb organ, but everyone has that womb space. Essentially, it's the same as your sacral chakra or what people refer to as listening to their gut, Mm. where it's actually the womb space talking. So men can use this practice as well. If you don't like the word womb, then you can use the word roots or gut or whatever it is. Um, Find what resonates with you. Just wiggle yourself down into your seat and close your eyes. So take a deep breath in through your nose and sigh it out through your mouth. Continue to breathe slow and deep, letting it travel in your mouth and all the way down to the base of your torso, and exhaling all the way back up. Riding that wave of your breath, we're just going to start for a moment by being present with our mind. And you can ask your mind, any question right now. Steph, for you would be, why do I not resonate with the word womb or in whatever words that make sense for you? 
And as you breathe, just be present with your mind and see what answers it gives you. And just noticing what comes up in your mind, how those thoughts move through your mind, what they feel like, what weight they have, what energy, what frequency can you feel into those thoughts? And thank your mind for whatever it has told you, any guidance that it has given you. And on your next exhale, drop your full presence down into your heart, even placing a hand over your heart and feeling your chest rise and fall, bringing your full awareness there. Ask your heart the same question. Our heart's going to communicate a little bit differently. It's going to have more emotion, more feeling, maybe even a sensation somewhere in our body. tuning in to how that feels different. And letting any answers flow, no judgment, just let your heart be heard. And thank it for its vulnerability, its honesty, and its expression. And now, on your next exhale, drop your full presence down to your lower abdomen, your sacral chakra, your womb temple, your root. Let your hands land there. Breathe fully into that space, letting your lower abdomen expand and contract with every breath. And again, instead of asking, invite your womb to share with you any wisdom it has on this question. And simply breathe into that space until anything comes through. The womb communicates in different ways. It may be a vision, maybe a voice in your head, a twinge in your body, 
memory. Try not to question or analyze anything that comes through. Just continue to breathe, staying grounded in your original question and open to receiving any wisdom that your womb space has to share. For our listeners, you can pause, rewind, do this again, or stay here as long as you would like to find your answer. Come back to this practice time and time again for any source of clarity, or to simply connect with your heart and your womb and allow them to communicate louder than your mind. always close by thanking your womb and allowing that wisdom to travel up into your heart. Thanking your heart and allowing that bundle of wisdom to travel up into your mind. Asking your mind to let your heart and your womb be heard more often. thanking yourself and your body for holding this space connecting with your own inner truth and awareness you could keep using that practice over and over and over again and even skipping the first two parts and just dropping into your womb and being present with your womb. And then the the next question would be to ask your womb, where is this blackness coming from? Or how can I support you? How can I support myself in healing and opening up and awakening my womb space again Mm -hmm. to feel more comfortable? It's more of a connection with ourself really? and our own inner healing. So to just simply be with our wombs, with our cycles, with the natural things that we have and carry within us, we're remembering things that we've learned, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if we're going into our bodies and just sitting and listening and allowing those things to flow, it can happen a lot smoother, a lot faster, and a lot more profoundly Everyone has this disconnect from our wombs because of what has happened in history. Way back at the beginning of time, everyone was connected to this womb consciousness, to the earth, to the moon, to the plant, to nature. We were connected to our bodies, to our instincts, to that rooted truth. And then something shifted in the universe and there was more ego and fear that came in and unfortunately organized religion and 
the white man came in and oppressed a lot of people and witches were the midwives, the healers, the medicine women. They ended up being burned and murdered and harmed. Our moon lodges were taken away. Our teachings were taken away. All of the books that contained our wisdom were burned. So much of our truth was literally burned in history and has left us completely disconnected. And we are now starting to come back to that. That's why reproductive conditions are getting louder and more prominent. Fertility issues are getting bigger because that is our body speaking and saying, hey, it's time to tune into this. It's time to go back through our ancestral lineage, through our soul lineage, to connect back to our wombs and our roots and to heal these things that have held us back. And in that loss of that connection to our wombs and the earth, that's also where harm came in and war and bloodshed through fight instead of natural bloodshed onto the earth. And when we come back to these things, that's where our peace and I truly believe is what will heal our planet. Part of it is in this womb work and coming back to that remembrance of who we are. I would love to talk about earth medicine and empowering wildness, if you can. We have a little bit of time left, so can we pivot to that? Earth medicine. So that can be so many different things. That can be as simple as our walk in nature. That is earth medicine. That's connecting with the trees and the elements. Um, connecting with plants. So working, you know, having a simple cup of herbal tea. It's earth medicine. Putting our feet into the soil, walking on the beach, diving into the water. All of that is earth medicine. Having an intentional awareness of that connection when we are doing these things expands us even more and allows it to perform as medicine rather than just a simple experience or passing time. So thinking about the benefits of the tea you're drinking, where it comes from, yeah, how it's harvested. And having gratitude and yeah. that aw awareness for that connection and that exchange between us and the earth mm -hmm. and how she is always there to serve us. Like we literally, doesn't matter where you live in the world, you can always find the medicine that you need. You could always survive off of what grows around you. Even here in Canada in the middle of winter, like the things that we have access to is, you know, pine needles, vitamin C. We have winter cream for our, the pains in our body. And we have access to barks and lichens and mushrooms for survival food. Right? Like it's, mm. there's always something to tap into. And then in the summer and the spring, when we need more things to help our body regenerate, then we get all of these luscious plants coming out for us to help different things. And if you could just go out into your backyard or your favorite forest and just start to connect with the plants, just sitting with them, smelling them, observing them, connecting with the earth and asking to be guided as to what the medicine is there somehow you can get there and it's life-changing and so expansive i love it even just if you're in a new home 
going out onto your land and getting to know it, seeing where the sun comes, where the water pools and what's growing there, all of it. It's beautiful. Yeah. How can we really embrace our wild and just be free and not not restrained, just totally free from the shackles of the mind, society, past conditioning. Wild to me, just to clarify that, is is being connected with our rooted inner truth. Mm-hmm. That that's wild. To be able to be liberated and to live our fullest expression of who we are, our most authentic self and to feel comfortable in that space, to be able to stand in our sensitivities and our powers and our weirdness, mm-hmm. our, to be comfortable being the, what did you, the, the purple sheep? Yeah, purple sheep. <laughs> cool. <laughs> feel I com- said black sheep, and my mom's like, you don't think you're a black sheep, we love you. I'm like, I know, but I'm obviously the unicorn. <laughs> so then I had yeah. friends with, I had a tea and a smoothie the other day with Kimberly from Kimberly the Studio. Do you know who she is? She's amazing. Well, she made me a smoothie and she's like, I'm the purple sheep of my family. And I was like, that's the word, purple yeah. sheep. It's less, because black sheep might be like, oh, you, you feel shadowy about it, like, oh, you're the black sheep. But purple sheep is like the unicorn emoji. It's yeah. <laughs> shiny. It's uniquely beautiful and bold and different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's go from the black sheep to the purple sheep. Let's yeah. own that, mm-hmm. that uniqueness to us because that's what makes the world so rich. So that that's what being wild is to me. And to connect to that, again, goes back to the practice that we did at the beginning coming back into our own bodies, our own awareness, coming out of our heads into our hearts, into our roots, connecting with the earth, connecting with plants, connecting with our own inner truth, choosing to make decisions out of what feels good within us and not by what's the narrative around us, what we're being told or manipulated into really learning who we are and understanding our own unique self and living from that rooted place. And that allows us to be wild and empowered. When we understand ourselves on deeper levels, the more deep we go, the more we can love ourselves, the more we can let go of those conditionings because any form of self low self-worth or low self-esteem or anything like that comes from other people saying we need to be a certain Mm -hmm. way and that's a crock of shit Mm -hmm. we are all unique and we are meant to be unique and that's what makes such a juicy world so really diving into who you are like every well the the past three years every year my goal at the beginning of the year was to get to know myself even more yeah and that has just been so beautiful to understand who we are and to just really stand in that and be wild and free and the more we're comfortable with who we are the less we stop thinking about what other people are going to think when we show up in a certain place Absolutely. The less we care about what we're wearing or what we're driving or what, mm-hmm. how much money we're making or how many, you know, where we are in our life. Like, yeah. we get to just be. And that is what we are here for is to just be ourselves. And I love how you voice that every year 
you want to get to know yourself better, it's so much more empowering than I need to work on this. I need to work on changing this. There's so many people in my circle and I hear them speak that way. I need to change that. I need to work on this. I'm, I'm, you know, this is my goal. I want to be this. No, it's a lot more beautiful to be like, I just want to know myself and accept myself and do what is real and wild and true. So what beautiful, beautiful words to close this episode with. For those of you who would love to know more about Steph and her work, you can find her at earthmoonwomb.com. And Steph, can you please share any of the programs you have going right now or any of your one-on-one sessions? Right now I have Womb Mystery School. And then anyone can book just a one-on-one session with me one time if you have uh, womb-related ailments that you want to deal with. Then beyond that, I also have a larger container, one one-on-one if you want to work with me long-term. And that can be everything from helping you tap into your womb or dealing with health conditions or learning plant medicines, uh, creating your passion business, opening up and expanding your life, whatever it is that you feel is holding you back from really living wild and free, that's what that container is made for. And with me, you just get unconditional love and empowerment. Love, love, love. Anything you'd like to send out to the listeners today? Yes. My heart and my womb just want you to know that everything you need is within you, that you are always whole and perfect exactly the way you are right now. You don't need to heal or release anything. Just tune into who you are, have self-compassion, nurture, love yourself, make yourself a priority most of the time everything else will flow and you will expand and heal and release and evolve exactly as you are meant to. I love you. Thank you for listening.